Hello, everyone. Welcome to Non-Members Only. We are the number one internet audio show. Today, we're talking about the increasing popularity in not drinking alcohol. We also put on our tinfoil hats to talk about monkeypox. And do you have the sudden urge to go to the bathroom when you enter a bookstore? Let's get into the episode. Wow. What's up, everyone? Happy National Relaxation Day. I hope you're relaxationing in your relaxing sweatpants or shorts because it's friggin' hot. Are you friggin' hot over there, Mike? Or you're sitting on the beach or by the pool yeah. or something. Yeah. I love relaxing. Me too. It's my favorite thing to do is just sit and do nothing. Yes. Like, how are people busy bodies? Like, they can't just sit still like Dan. I, I I'm tell him all the time, like, you're doing too much. Just stop it. Just sit <laughs> and just stare at nothing. And it's, it's really therapeutic, yeah. but he can't do it. I feel bad for the guy. I have a really hard time actually sitting and doing nothing, but when I do, I enjoy it. It's so nice. I could do that the rest of my but life. When but when I'm doing it, I feel like I should be doing something else. <laughs> so. Right, because thing, you know, things need doing. So, and there's a lot of things. Yeah, so. that's the problem. So enjoy the enjoy the day of relaxing. Yes. And I love the picture that they have here for the the national holiday. It's just like a baby in a pool float with sunglasses on. Oh, I was gonna. I thought it would have definitely been a woman, about like maybe thirty. With like blonde hair on a like one of those spa beds, getting like a a facial okay. massage thing. Yeah, that's a very uh, specific image that you had in your. Head. Yeah, yeah, that was like the that's like the corporate self care stock photo. Yeah, yeah. So what's up? What's new? How's it going? Blah blah blue. Oh, let's talk about <laughs> me said... first. Me, 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 and, and you me. said you have no AC. <laughs> Yes. Well, we never have AC, but we usually have fans. And guess what? We don't have power. So we have no fans. And last night, yeah, I don't know. Dan and I were watching. Oh my gosh. We were watching this mini series. It's like three episodes about Woodstock 99. And it's, I think it's called mm-hmm. Trainwreck. And I love documentaries mm-hmm. like that, like the Fire Festival and like all yeah. those. I love things that just go to crap because it's like, symbolic of how my days go and it makes me feel good (laughs) you know like i'm not the only one yeah and right so anyway we got to this really good part and when things start to really go downhill and the power cut out and i was like no like we just put the kids to bed the sound machines were all on their fans were blowing in the perfect direction to hit them just Mm -hmm. right and yeah and then indy sleeps in the attic so she does have an air conditioner in her little window but it cut out and we're like no but it usually goes on you know a few hours later like we lose power a lot and it's still not on and they keep moving the time back now it's supposed to be 2 p.m. It was supposed to be 10 a.m. It was originally supposed to be 2 a.m. So when your power goes out, do you not have water? Because right, because we like have pump, a well. The pump doesn't work? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have yeah. a well pump. Okay. So if you want water, you have to start the generator. And it's just okay. cold water. And the generator is a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Our house is the same. Yeah, we do start it to like make the get the fridge cool like keep the food you know at a safe temperature and what else we'll like run it to flush the toilet 
and fill up all our water bottles and we'll do all that yeah. real quick and then we'll turn it off. But there are people where we live that have them running. Like I went on a run this morning in the friggin' heat advisory and all I heard, it was like dead silent except for the hums of everyone's generators. Mm-hmm. All these like, you know, I run by this like wealthy development and they, you know, they have the big guns out there, like those ones that automatically switch on and you can run the whole house. Their whole house is on it. Yeah. Like they have their central air going, (laughs) I bet. They have their fridge, their hot water, (laughs) everything. And Dan and I are there like fanning ourselves with mail. It's like one extension cord. Literally. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I feel that. No, because that's what we do. So Uh, do you guys lose power a lot? Well, yes and no. Like when we lose power, we lose power. Like it'll be like days. Oh, wow. But we haven't all year. I think last year we did. But luckily it was like summer and it was a nice day. And we were just like out sitting in the pool and like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. That's nice that there's a pool. I mean, did you say uh uh-oh? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know if I I froze or something. Is there a long delay? between us because i feel like there yeah, is right now i think there is unfortunately but that's okay we're gonna roll with it because we're good at this now <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I just feel like we keep trying to talk over each other and the laughs are delayed and it's just <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of a, it's weird but it's okay we'll yeah. survive yeah we'll survive so anyway what was i saying yeah we lost power we are going to survive but i'm all out of sorts like my phone is not charged i'm just ate three bars because all i had to eat before that run was like this really healthy cardboard tasting cereal stuff with almond milk yeah and that's the only thing i could open the fridge for so i just ate three bars because i thought i was going to pass out and that's how i'm doing how about you (laughs) do you open and close the fridge really fast yes just like you know what you're gonna grab so you like like everything rattles (laughs) (laughs) just open it quickly grab and then slam it shut yeah because i feel like cold in yeah dan's like judging me i feel like when i open the fridge so i'll like quick open it everything (laughs) in the in the door rattles and like i slam it shut real fast but that's probably even worse because all the cold air like poofs out real fast right maybe it's better to slowly shut it i don't know i'm just dramatic about things maybe so i'm doing okay nothing too eventful that happened this week sam and i went to barnes and noble yesterday is it barnes and noble is there it's one noble right barnes and noble okay yeah that's what i said okay so we went there and we were just walking around Uh, sam likes her books so we go occasionally yeah and there was this book it was something like sam joked about and pointed it out to me it was like about anxiety Mm -hmm. and it was something like how to be less anxious or something Uh uh-huh i looked at it and the thought of having to read it gave me anxiety i was like i'm not i can't even like it was so thick and there were so many like the words were so small and i was like no no thank you and i walked away from it but i just thought it was ironic that uh a book about about anxiety gave you anxiety they should make it more approachable they should make a book like that more approachable picture book nice calming images pop-ups maybe yeah some textured things possibly (laughs) yeah some little fidget spinners yeah yeah exactly there's like a little (laughs) fur thing that you can touch (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what i need yeah make me one of those yeah we have lots of those yeah i think that that would do you good i think we we could find you a better book about getting rid of your anxiety i think you would think i don't really have what's that called when you have advice i don't really have advice for you like for me i know things for my anxiety like i should not drink alcohol Alcohol will eventually give me anxiety, worse anxiety. So I stopped drinking again. 
<laughs> what else? Oh, grocery stores give me anxiety. It's easier to do in your home, right? Yeah, like that's the thing. I was telling Dan, I'm like, the, something about the beach life, it just rolls and flows, and that involves some bruise. And, and the thing is, everyone yeah, else. Little brewskis. Yeah, everyone else is on vacation. They're all drinking. They're all day drinking. They're all handing you beers, you know, in the street. And yeah. man, it just, it's part yeah. of life there. Same thing happens when I go to Puerto Rico. I'll crack open a beer at lunch, yeah. but it's bad right. for me overall. So then I stop drinking and I hang out with people like you and Sam who don't drink. <laughs> Right. We get our seltzers in. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. You know, the reason that book gave me anxiety is because of um, the thought of having to like learn something in, in yeah. that way. I right. think it stems from school. Just like having to learn, oh. like read chapters to learn right. something mm -hmm. before like a test or something. That's probably yeah. what it is. I think I could totally see that. I think you would do better with like some YouTube videos or maybe... Oh, yeah, I would crush a YouTube video. Like a podcast? 2X yeah, speed. yeah, you would. Right, 2X speed <laughs> or a podcast at 2X speed or um, an audiobook or something like that. Yeah. I think you'd do a lot better with. Yeah, totally. I had some a little anxiety going to this party last night and even more anxiety because I'm like, well, I'm not drinking. And so socially, there's going to be like all these people there. Usually I would drink at something like that, but I packed mm -hmm. my cooler with like all of my little non-alky bevies and yeah. I like packed up the kids and there was a pool there, which gave me more anxiety. But as I made it through the night, I felt like I don't need alcohol. I'm totally fine socializing, probably right. better, you know? It plays, it mm -hmm. messes with your brain, I think. People think that they have to drink. What was the party for? It was like a birthday party? Yeah, it was kind of like a delayed birthday party. A family friend, he turned whatever age he is in November. Yeah. But like who has a party in November? It's boring. So they moved it to the summer so like everyone could get together. And there yeah. were a lot of people there. I mean, I pulled in they had this whole field for parking and there were already like at least 20 other cars there like cars Jeez. and each car had at least two people in but i ended up having fun and i was proud of myself that's good for not being a hermit because i wanted to stay home and and i was gonna make dan go with the kids do you realize that like not drinking is becoming like the the cool thing to do yes now? Oh my gosh. Actually, yeah. Because I, I've i been listening to like podcasts and reading some books about it. And yeah, there's this whole like, it's called like Sober Curious. Like this whole, I don't know if it, I would call it like a movement, but more people younger and younger. I'm talking like people in their 20s. Yeah are like, yeah, I don't need yeah. to drink anymore. It's kind of weird that we do that. And it's kind of weird that you're weird if you don't drink. So yeah, yes. I did notice that. And I'm surprised that you noticed it too. I thought it was just because I, I drank and that's why I noticed it. But you don't drink and you noticed it too. I've been seeing it on like TikTok and in podcasts as well. Like this one mm -hmm. I listened to recently, like some guy came in He's a frequent guest on the podcast. Let me put it that way. Okay. And he was like, oh, yeah, I stopped drinking and like my life is so much better and I do all this stuff. And he's like 25. And right. I was like, why is this like the cool thing now? Mm -hmm. I don't fully understand why it's that way, but I'm okay with it because anytime I go mm -hmm. and I'm not drinking, people are like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like what, what happened? Yeah. You know, they, right, right. They either think it's like a but, religious thing or I have or alcoholism or yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's always some something <laughs> bad. It can't just be like, I just don't want to do it. Right. You don't enjoy it and big whoop. I have my theories on why it's becoming more 
popular or mainstream.、Mm -hmm. One of them is that we are so more attuned to what we're putting in our bodies. That's true. So,、um, like in terms of, there's like such a big health and fitness. Not, and it's not like fads. People are. I feel like that's so. That's something that's here to stay. And it's like younger and younger people are picking it up because we're seeing our parents age, and they weren't that healthy because they didn't have the information that we have. I feel like. Yeah. They had information maybe that like cigarettes were bad. Whereas their parents、right. didn't have that information. Now we have a lot of other stuff like how important drinking water is and how important vegetables are, and but like actual scientific evidence. And so that stuff travels really fast now that we have so social media and these influencers who look really great are influencing you know these other people to have these like aesthetic lives and whatever. So、mm -hmm. that's like one of my theories. And then the other theory is just the information that. That, like the health information that's scary about alcohol, which is that in it increases your risk of a ton of different cancers, and including like breast cancer, I think prostate cancer, and it increases、yeah. anxiety. Who doesn't have anxiety anymore? Literally, everyone has anxiety. You have anxiety, and you don't. You don't even drink. But like a lot of people, <laughs> when they stop drinking, they're like, "Wait, I don't have anxiety." It was literally alcohol that, when it wears off, it gives you anxiety. So、mm -hmm. I think there's like all that information is just like flying into people's brains so quickly, and that's like causing a shift, and it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I think it, it's a good thing overall. Yeah. It, so we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I hope it sticks. I just remember like in college, like no one could. Do anything without drinking being involved, and I even feel、yeah. like it's like that now. Like you can't just go hang out with people. It's like, oh, we'll we'll take shots before we do this thing, or、we'll、right, yeah. Did you hear about those bars that are they don't serve alcohol, but it's the same like atmosphere party, but they serve really interesting drinks. Like they're like either botanical or they have like what are those called nootropics or something.、Mm -hmm. That help your brain, or they yeah, have just like really wild flavors, and they're served like by a bartender. And I would like, I would totally be down to go to a place like that. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah, you can just like scan this menu of like wild drinks that might make you feel a little different, but not like weird. Just kind of like elevate your mood a little bit. Super hipster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like something in Brooklyn. We should go. We should search out the closest one to us and go to it. Like make it a, a thing. That would be fun. Yeah. Maybe there's one in Chicago we could go to after the marathon. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know what they would be called. I don't know either. Non-alcoholic bar. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about one thing about going back to the bookstore. Yeah. How did we get off of that topic? I'm sorry. I don't know. We just kind of we just kind of go, and <laughs> that's okay. But <laughs> yeah, there, there's this、okay. phenomenon called book bowels. Have you heard of this? <laughs> no. So like bowels as in poop? Yes. No. Apparently, there's this thing, and there's this article here. From Men's Health. Now this doesn't happen to me, but when I was in Barnes and Noble yesterday, I thought I thought about this, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's interesting. I should look that up."、Uh -huh. And the article is: A doctor explains why bookstores make some people feel the need to poop. <laughs> wow, I think I have that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, no, so, maybe it's Dan. One of us has to poop when we're in Barnes and Noble. I think it's Dan. It's a it's a real thing, apparently. There's someone called the poop doctor. Apparently. Why?、Oh, yeah, wow. Ask the poop doctor. Right. So 
it's it says here that's a purely psychological problem. Now the people who experience this aren't crazy or nuts. There's a real connection between the gut and the brain. It's called gut brain axis. What we feel mentally will affect our bowels. That's why when you're nervous, taking a test or giving a public speech, you have butterflies in your stomach. It's a nervousness you feel that corresponds to the butterfly feeling in your gut. For others, that nervousness will ca cause diarrhea or bowel issues to occur. So it says why bookstores or libraries specifically. The urgency that people feel with bowel movements can also be found in other areas like parks and museums. The intensity of the information that you encounter in museums and libraries or the sudden quiet of a garden can trigger the response in your gut. Wow, that's really interesting. I think I have, I, I must, I think my gut is very sensitive to my surroundings. Some other theories suggest that the smell of the old paper or the ink has a laxative effect, possibly due to the association of reading on the toilet. Wow, I don't read on the toilet. Me neither. People take actual <laughs> books in, into the toilet? <laughs> I don't know. How are you spending that much time there? I don't know. Right, like you're bringing your chapter book in there? Yeah. Others feel that it might have something to do with the posture when browsing books, the way people hunch over to read the title on the spine. So these are all just theories, oh. but there is something to it right. is it is a thing. Is that why they have bathrooms in there? Well, I don't know. The Mariko Aoki phenomenon is a Japanese expression referring to an urge to defecate that is suddenly felt after entering bookstores. <laughs> so there's a full Wikipedia thing about this. Wow. The name derives from the name of a woman who mentioned the phenomenon in a magazine article in 1985. So, yeah. I have this theory. There's another theory here that I have. This triggers my bowels a lot. And that is the anxiety that if you're nervous about the lack of availability of a bathroom, then your nerves could wind up triggering your bowels. I get that. Yes. Like if totally. I'm on a car ride and there's we are not near anything and i'm like oh what if i have to go to the bathroom instantly i'm like oh my god i have to poop so i could <laughs> like because people might not know that there's a barnes and noble that there's a bathroom in barnes and noble they might think well they only sell books so there's probably not mm -hmm. a bathroom and they start looking at books and they're like oh my gosh i'm gonna crap my pants Right. So I would love to know if this is something that other people feel. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah. It's just super, it's Let super interesting. Let us know if you guys... <laughs> feel free to DM us. <laughs> about your poop reflexes. <laughs> Great. Okay. I just wanted to just briefly touch on that because I thought it was interesting that it's a thing. Yeah, that's so interesting. I never really thought of that. You had kind of relating to this, you had mentioned something about eating dairy and gluten in other countries. What is that about? Yeah, let's continue the poop talk. So you went to France kind of recently. Yes. Now, I've been seeing these TikToks about people that have IBS and celiac and all these like lactose intolerant people here mm -hmm. in America. They cannot have it. They get like extreme reactions. And then they go to like Germany or some other European country and they can eat all the ice cream and bread and whatever and they don't have a reaction. Did you eat that stuff in France or did you play it safe? I played it safe. You don't know where there's going to be the next toilet. Oh. I did not want to <laughs> right. I did not want to mess with any dairy. However, I can tell you that my cousin who is lactose intolerant, he ate cheese there because he heard mm -hmm. of this thing that you're talking about. Okay. And, and what happened? Like middle of the night, his stomach was wrecked. Like he texted me about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do know though, like the bread is made differently. 
I looked at the ingredients on like like a freshly baked bread, like in Shoprite, right? Like it's in their bakery section. Right. Yeah. The ingredients yeah. are still insane. I'm like, what is all of this stuff that you're including in here? Right. Like xanthine gum and yeah, it's whatever. like it's like crazy stuff, like phosphates and like yeah. I'm like what what even is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, in France, it wasn't like that. It was like, there's literally three ingredients in this and right, that's it. Right, right. It goes bad fast. Yeah, but, right. But they eat it right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there is some truth to that. But at the same time, it could just be like a mental thing. I don't know. I really don't know. Right. There were people suggesting that as well. Like maybe it's in your head, which, you know, of course, is not a nice thing to say to people. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would choose those words either. But yeah, I was wondering that because I get such a sensitive stomach to a lot of things. And I'm not like lactose and tall or I'm not like celiac or anything of the like that. Right. I got blood tests and I I don't have reactions like that. But if I eat like a normal person for like a, a solid week, I mean, for weeks, my stomach is wrecked. Mm-hmm. I think I would be one of those people that could go to Europe and eat what I wanted and I'd be fine. Okay, we'll have to test that out. Yeah. I'm not willing to ruin my trip. <laughs> so that's why I just play it right. safe. Right. Yeah. If I were you, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that either. But someone like me, my stomach's already wrecked. Yeah. So why not? just enjoy do it. it you know yeah. right right <laughs> yeah I, I agree with that <laughs> i'll poop in a bag if i have to there's no bathroom <laughs> people well, poop on the sidewalks there we'll just clip that make that a clip i'll poop in a bag if i have to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's our new uh, trailer for this <laughs> podcast yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a bunch of talking clips and then silence i'll poop in a bag if i have to and then the music you hits. should put that on the soundboard <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. <laughs> and the conviction that I said it with, I really would poop it back. Yeah, I, I, believe, I believed you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to put your tinfoil hat on? Because I am. There's some stuff we got to talk Always. about here. Yes, let's be dumb together. Okay, so everyone make your aluminum foil hats. We're going full conspiracy yeah. here. I'm going to put mine on here. <laughs> yeah. That was a sound effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fully engaged. Okay, so in in I think it was January or February of this year, <laughs> we talked about this news story that there was a truck driving in PA and it crashed and then monkeys escaped from this truck and they were like loose. There was like a hundred some monkeys or something like that. Do you remember the story? No, not a hundred. Not a hundred some, was it? There were like two or three, I think. Okay. I don't really remember. But there were definitely monkeys that escaped and it was in rural Pennsylvania. And I remember because I filmed a running video about trying to find the monkeys that escaped. And they were apparently headed to a CDC quarantine something lab for what we don't know. I, I just found the article from January 26th. Okay. It says all monkeys, all animals are accounted for after truck carrying 100 lab monkeys crashed in PA, but only three monkeys escaped oh. during the accident. Okay. Okay. Yes. So is there, is there any disease that has recently popped up that, you know, has involves monkeys? Are you aware of anything like that? Or is that just a coincidence? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what is going on? I don't, the thing is, I keep hearing monkeypox, but I know nothing about it because I refuse to learn about it. It's overwhelming to me. But the thing is, there is something called monkeypox, and it has recently 
appeared right in the last like few months yes is there a connection <laughs> that's it we're gonna just leave it at that <laughs> and i don't know what to think about it I, and i'm gonna remove my tinfoil hat yeah that's it and that's the whole segment i just want you guys to stew on that for a little bit and and let let us know let us know if we're onto something there <laughs> <laughs> yeah if if we are found dead we didn't do it oh my god maybe <gasps> yeah Seriously. They're listening. I blame Zucks. Yeah, Zucky boy. I blame Zucky. Yeah, yeah. Or Musky or Bezo. Bezzy. Bezzy boy. Bezo Bezzy. <laughs> Be- Benzo. Benzo, Benzo Bezzy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're just rocking out today. I don't know. The energy's flowing. Yeah. I'm delirious. Yeah. Probably have heat stroke and we are just ripping through. <laughs> <laughs> Which one should we talk about? I think all of these are so interesting, actually. Oh, let me take uh, a gander with my 5% battery. All right. Oh, my God. Podcast guests are paying up to $50,000 to appear on popular shows. What's that about? Okay, so I did want to talk about this one today. Oh, my God. I want everything. I want to know everything. All right. All right. This story popped up on my, my Twitter feed, and it is about podcast guests paying up to 50000 to appear on popular shows podcast shows. I think this is important and I feel like it's never disclosed because sometimes you see like a guest on a very popular podcast episode and you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. how did they get this person on? Maybe they're controversial or maybe they don't always agree on their whatever. It's probably because they paid to be on that Mm -hmm. show. Wow. So, wow. I thought that the podcasts paid guests to be on. But you're saying these guests are paying to be on these podcasts in some instances. I would say in the cases that they're like the very, very popular ones and you know which ones are out there, they probably don't have to pay. You know, everyone wants to be on their show. It's exposure. So yeah, wow. I think if you're trying to sell something or you're campaigning for something, maybe you have a course that you're trying to push, it would be in or your you benefit have a new book out. to go pay to get in front of a million listeners that have a very specific niche audience. Wow. It's advertising. You get to talk to the person for an hour or so and yeah. you get to sell whatever you're selling, even if it's like a pretend sell, like you're not, you know, going out and saying, hey, I'm selling right. this course, but you could be like, oh, I, I do this thing and, you know, some people will convert. Yeah. So the one the one that comes to mind for me is Armchair Expert. Mm-hmm. Whoever the guest is, they always have a book, a new book out or they're going on tour or something like that or they have a new show that is so interesting i never thought that was a thing i thought it was just people talking to people this article is saying that listeners deserve better disclosure of promotional ties which i think is yeah you know if you're advertising something you have to say hey i'm advertising something but in the case of podcasts yeah. where you're being yeah. paid to be a guest that is not the case yet. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, I think it's yeah, it's interesting. I really agree. If anyone wants to pay us to be on our podcast, yes, we we would. Yeah, Mike needs to leave his big boy job so we can have we can do more stuff with this podcast. So yeah, I <laughs> if agree. If anyone wants to pay us to be on this show, please DM the account. We will take far less Bidding than fifty thousand. At- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bidding starts less at less than fifty thousand dollars. I, I know our audience is podcast listeners; otherwise, they wouldn't be listening, right? So, there's some other shows right, there. Right. If you're, you had those thoughts, it's true. It, it happens. Did the article or anything mention like which shows that they were, or it just is like a, a known thing that this happens? They talked about one specific show the skinny confidential him and her podcast which i've never heard of i never heard of that either it says it's a popular lifestyle show 
the company charges twenty to forty thousand per interview or whatever it costs to buy out their ad inventory, wow. and they oh reach about two hundred fifty thousand to three hundred fifty thousand listeners per episode. What? I never heard of this. Must not be as good as ours. <laughs> yeah, must not. <laughs> <laughs> They have some other ones here. It says the human upgrade, which I've never heard of, charges guests an average of fifty thousand to appear on his biohacking podcast, which he says gets download downloaded millions wow. of times a month. the The other thing is like what this made me realize is that there's so many podcasts out there that I've never heard of that get so many listeners. What is going on? Right? Yeah. Tell us the secret. So they're probably way more organized, and they have actual topics, and they <laughs> they know stuff. Are people like people them. listen to them? They know they, stuff. People listen they know to stuff. learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they speak with confidence. And even if they don't know things, they act like they do. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You just have to pretend you know about a topic. Right. We could have came in here. We know about and- monkeypox. I know exactly what that is. <laughs> and you know what? I know where it started too. So. Yeah, the truck. Yeah, that truck, and there were monkeys, and and that's what happened. So yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, we could have come. We could have started this podcast being like, I'm a professional e-commerce person. I know all about this stuff, and you're yeah. you're a pro runner. You know all these things about running and all your health benefits and all this stuff. Health and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. But the the reality is But you know what? We are truth. We value truth. <laughs> the, the honestly the, the reality is I think That's m- our tagline. Most of these people don't know anything <laughs> and they pretend like they know a bunch. I t- I completely agree. So I agree a hundred percent. Just keep Hundo it real. P. <laughs> no C A P. You know me. <laughs> All right. What's Do you ever you- feel like we should just stop talking, just like cut it, like end Yeah. I mean the- stop recording. Cut, call the call it. <laughs> we really should. I think we should talk about one more topic and then go into no bad, no sad because we're already like oh, rolling. Man. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. Michael Jordan or the Dum Dums? Which one? The Dum Dums. Dum Dums. Two. Du- let's two Dum Dums talk about Dum Dums. Okay. So everyone knows Dum Dums like the <laughs> the lollipops, right? Apparently, yeah. Amazon sellers are costing the Dum Dums makers millions, and this is it's a result of drop shipping catastrophe. And I don't know if you are familiar with what oh, drop shipping really? is, but it's basically. The easiest way to explain it is like the person takes this item, puts it on, let's say Amazon, right? For more money than they're buying it for, mm-hmm. but they never touch the item. Does that make sense or not at all? Oh, yeah. But how are they getting it to them? So here's then? here this. How are they getting it to the buyer? This story specifically is about Dum Dums, the lollipops being put on Amazon. And what they're doing is... When they get an order on Amazon, they go to samsclub.com, right? They purchase the item from Sam's Club, mm-hmm. but they put in the shipping address of the person that bought it on Amazon. Whoa. So Sam's Club ships it directly to the person that bought it on Amazon. However, the person that listed it on Amazon takes the difference, takes the profit in between. Are you following me? What? That's not fair. Well, I guess why not? capitalism that's and drop shipping that's that's literally what it is and most of the time it is with okay like some factory in china like china will directly ship it to the customer yes yes which makes me angry i had people try to do that with my hoodie because you know so. what you know what oh yeah well as a mom you go on to buy like you just need some pants because your your baby's crap in them mm-hmm. all the time right and you just need some cheap pants but you don't want them to fall apart and you go and you 
buy them for a pretty penny, and you're like, well, it looks they look good, but you get them and they're all the sizing is all off because it's like Chinese babies are smaller or I don't really know <laughs> everything's so small, and then <laughs> and then they you they wear them once and they're like threads are just coming out of it, and you you realize wow these people paid like twenty cents for these and I paid ten dollars mm-hmm. and that. Makes me angry. I don't mind paying ten dollars, but give me ten dollar or like five dollar pants or something. You know, yeah. So drop shipping. I didn't realize that's how it works. I thought they were buying them from China mm-hmm. and ha- like uh, then they ship them. So I'm like, well, they're putting some work into it no. at least, but they're not even no, putting work into、not. it. They just kind of、how、they create the marketing they? and they create a website usually. And it'll be like very,、okay. very specific. Well, that's something I so guess. So if you're selling, I don't know, give me an example. Like let's say headphones, right? And you just create like a really、mm-hmm. nice looking website with like these headphones, and you create the advertising for it on Facebook. Yeah. Once the order comes into your website, right? China or the factory that you're working with will ship it directly to the customer. You never even invested any money into it. The only money you invest is your、oh. website and your marketing and your time, which is still a lot of work. There has to be some, yeah. Yes, but there has to be some disclosure there because I don't. I want to know I'm buying something cheap from China that's not going to last. I would say most. But the way it's false advertising. Yeah.、I'll- It's false advertising, is what it is, because you're making this cool website and all this stuff. It's like, wow, this is like legit headphones.、Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little heated about this, but we could get back to the story. But I don't like it, and I think there should be some kind of disclosure. Well, let me、there. tell you, someone was trying to do this to my hoodie <laughs> on eBay. They didn't purchase my hoodie. They listed it on eBay for like, I think it was like eighty bucks. Right, and I don't sell it for that much money.、Whoa. So、uh-huh. I saw it listed there with my、right. pictures, with my description, everything. Right, and I was like, "What? What is going on?"、Yeah. It made me really pissed off because I was like, "No one's manufacturing this except me." Yeah, in the world. And exactly. So what、yeah. I did was I purchased it. Yeah, on eBay to see what happened, and I saw、uh-huh. the guy purchase it from yeah my website and ship tried to put in my address、uh-huh. to ship it to me. Wow. And I got I eventually got it removed from、oh、eBay. Like、God. I got his listing removed from eBay. But he was trying to make more profit off of the、uh-huh. hoodie than I was making off of the hoodie. Right. <laughs> yeah. So how is this? Co- so how, going back to the dum dums, how is this costing dum dums money so, then? So dum dums should just raise their price. What's happening is Sam's Club is selling it cheaper than what dum dums is selling it for. So they're wholesaling it to Sam's Club,、okay. right? For probably very little money, and Sam's、yeah. Club is. Selling it for cheaper than、mm-hmm. what Dum Dums is selling it for retail. Okay. Are you following me, or should I explain that again? Blank okay, stare. Okay, so like blank stare. Sam's、yeah. Club. Let's say Sam's Club is selling it for five bucks a bag, right? Dum Dums、okay. is selling it for six dollars a bag retail. But okay, right. The person on Amazon might be selling it for five fifty. So in between there, so they're buying it. They're making fifty cents、okay. a sale by buying it from Sam's Club and sending it to. The customer, and so right, but but Dum Dums is still making their money because they sold it to Sam's Club. Yes, but they're not making the retail money. Oh, is it costing them? Right, so it's costing them potential money. No one's buying from their listing on Amazon because people are making it cheaper on Amazon. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Well, you know what? How dare they? They should just lower the price. 
like you can you can beat these other guys like you know what you're selling it for or wholesale yeah, it for yeah. more money to sam's club if it's really that big of a problem yeah right you can't don't don't complain about it just sell it to sam's club for more and that's poo on the drop shippers because <laughs> yeah exactly you know what if you drop ship no offense to you but just look at it from the consumer side i think there should be a little disclosure there that's all right all right let's get into no bad no sad then yeah. No bad, no sad. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's like it's delayed. I feel like it, we're going downhill. And your video your video keeps cutting out. Oh shoot. Okay. But it's okay. I don't need the oh, video no. as long as we can go. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay, so this is exciting. Parts of Great Barrier Reef show highest coral cover seen in 36 years. This is something I get super sad about whenever I go to like Puerto Rico or like any kind of place with a coral reef. I get very depressed because of how like the coral bleaching and everything and basically humans ruin everything. But so this is a good, good news about the coral reef. So two thirds of the Great Barrier Reef in Australia recorded the highest amount of coral cover in nearly four decades decades, though the reef is still vulnerable to climate change and and mass bleaching, a monitoring group. Oh, so this is from a monitoring group. So this is from CNBC.com. Let's see if it lets me open it. Yeah, so this, the Great Barrier Reef has suffered from widespread and severe bleaching because of rising ocean temperatures. I, yes, rising ocean temperatures, but also I swear it has to be like the stuff in our sunscreen and all the pollution that we put in the ocean. That cannot be good for coral reefs. And people touching Mm -hmm. them, like don't touch the freaking reefs, Mm -hmm. you know? The northern and central part of the reef have experienced some recovery while the southern region has seen a loss of coral cover due to crown of thorn starfish outbreaks. Okay, so that I think is from the rise in ocean temperatures. But I want to see what caused it to have more growth. The reef was hit especially hard in 2016 and 2017 by underwater heat waves that prompted bleaching events. This year, it's suffering a sixth a sixth mass bleaching due to heat stress caused by climate change. So every this happens every summer, I guess. And Okay, so the 2020 and 2022 bleaching events, while extensive, didn't reach the intensity of the 2016 and 2017 events. And as a result, we have seen less mortality. So... These latest results demonstrate the reef can still recover in periods of free in periods free of intense disturbances. So that's good news. In the years that it's not that it doesn't have those underwater heat waves, it can recover. So just put a bunch of ice in the ocean, guys. I think um, also the <laughs> pandemic, like when everyone was locked down, I think like nature was healing itself. <laughs> hmm. Yes. I mean, we should just have nature <laughs> lockdowns like you can go outside and everything, but just like we yeah. can't drive to work or anything like that. It is that's, wild. That's wild. The second story is about you can live in the Maldives for free for an entire year if you work at this small bookstore. And (laughs) I don't really understand it. It says a luxury resort on an island paradise in the Maldives is looking for someone to run its books bookshop. Not only will the successful applicant get to live and work on the Maldives earning a not too bad $750 per month, which is not good, but they'll (laughs) also get to stay in a deluxe villa that would usually cost a whopping $36,500 per night, and you would get to live there for free for an entire year. What? I would do that. If I didn't have kids, I would do that. Yes. Oh, my God. 
Why would you not do that? I'm sure it's already taken, but wow. It costs $36,000 a night? Yeah, yes. And you'll get to live there for a year for free. So it's like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Wow. The job involves running the bookstore pretty much entirely yourself, from welcoming guests and providing recommendations to keeping stock. I mean, who's really reading books there? They probably bring their yeah, own books. I mean, like, what do you sell, five books a month? Like, <laughs> like whatever. Right. Come on. Like, wow. Yeah. If you can handle the isolation and relaxed pace of life, you'll get loads of rewards. So yeah, if anyone out there is interested. If I can handle the isolation. (laughs) I love that. If anyone out there wants to take this uh, job, they're accepting applications. Let me see. Does it have a date? You have to start in October. Does it have a date? Yeah, it says you have to be free to start in October, but I don't know the exact date. Okay. It doesn't have like an end date for the application though. Oh, sounds so great. If you can handle the isolation and the relaxed pace. (laughs) That's my dream is isolation and a relaxed pace. I mean, the pictures are beautiful. It's insane. God, I want to (laughs) bar. Okay. Well, (laughs) yeah. Shout out them. Is it Maldives or Maldives? Yeah. I just think we should say Maldives and not fact check it. Maldives. I bet it's Maldives. It's Maldives. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you want a shout-out on this glorious podcast, after you leave your review, be sure to DM us on our non-members-only Instagram account. And if you want to be a guest and you want to pay us less than $50,000, feel free to DM the account as well. We are accepting um, all forms of money. We might even let you on for free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Oh man. Thank okay. you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Wow.